What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live, baby, right here at the Paladine Cigar Bar and Lounge. I got my bros in here celebrating my motherfucking 40th birthday. What's happening, fellas? What's up? Yeah, I, 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 animal. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me, let me give the audience a little background. So today's podcast was supposed to be on a whole different subject. It was supposed to be on something else. My wife planned all this. As soon as I walked in, all my bros was here. And I was like, what the hell y'all doing? They was like, nigga, happy birthday. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, what's happening? What's up, Walt? What's happening, man? I'm back, bitch. Well- I'm back. <laughs> Welcome I'm back, back, baby. I'm in this old Welcome dude. back. It's been a long time, but I'm here, baby. Yeah, we got Jay Mark in the building. What's up, baby? What's good, man? 52K5, Trey Club, Zeta Bait, a little nasty Juddy in a mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jose in this bitch. What's up, Zay? What's good? What's up, y'all? Zeta Bait, 599, Ace Club, rock with me. Yeah, and we got the number one stunner, the motherfucking, uh, what number was you, Reg? Motherfucking 17. 17 in this bitch. Reg Joe. Get up in this piece, baby. Say the beta fall 99, public enemy number motherfucking one. Goddamn right. What's that? ZB in this bitch. Hey, man. We in here, Spring man. Spring 98. I'm the oldest motherfucker in here. Pimp motherfucking tight. Ace Club. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. This is like, this is dope, man. You know what I'm saying? I told my wife, this is exactly what I wanted to do. And she set all this shit up. So shout out to her, man. Shout out to her. wife, man. Yes, sir. So what's been happening, man? What y'all want to talk about, man? What's going on? Do y'all want to talk about this little booty shit? <laughs> do y'all want to talk about this shit? give too much attention to it, right? It's been a lot of attention. A lot of people capitalize off of it, but to keep it real, LaBusa don't get no pass. You don't get no pass for that shit. He know what he was doing. He got a brother. That's a a bruh. You know what I mean? So I feel like it was all a publicity stunt. So now he want to give back and want to do all this. But hey, look at here. Just think about this. We on the yard. Let's take us back. We at PV, right? Right. And Lil Boosie ain't Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie just a regular cat on the yard with a K-Side shirt. Right, right, well, yeah, yeah, it ain't going to happen too much, right? But, I mean, I think, you know, the thing is, man, the cat was, you know, he knew what he was doing. He was he was courtside. You know, and I told him, I was like, man, he capitalized off this. You know what I mean? So he figured, you know, I guess he thought he was going to get some love. But here's the thing. You can't say he didn't know. A lot of people say he's ignorant. You got a brother, that's a brother. You know what I mean? So you knew what you was doing. You know what I mean? So I think uh, <clears throat> he do has this look. He do have this little concert coming up. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, that was, you know, you know, that's what cats do. When they got something coming out, there's some kind of news or some kind of blog. They get to go on and get some attention on them. You know what I mean? So I feel now, like <clears throat> I feel like he knew. I just don't feel like he knew to the extent. Right, he didn't probably know. He might have known that, but I think you know at this point, I think his brother had probably had to check him. Like, bro, right. what are you doing? Right. I, I, like I said, I don't think he knew how serious it was for us. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that he knows that he wasn't supposed to be wearing a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but here's the thing, though. Just man, we got a lot of gangsters 
that used to be gangsters and everything else. So you got a lot of cats that you know put well, a lot of blood. Well, that's, that's Zeta Beta, man. You, right. You, well, you, you know, you can't well, speak on these other chapters. Yeah, you're right. Now you're right I'm about that. You're, but you know, <clears throat> you got a lot of cats that sacrifice, put a lot of work in, man. That you know, it just ain't it ain't cool. It, he, I, I feel like he was making a mockery of it. You know what I mean? So you know, then he was throwing a Q sign up and all this. So he's making a mockery of it, but. You know, it's 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 real. He figured out his. He found out it's real. You know what I mean? So you can't really give his brother no pass either, though, because he. You know, yeah. what I'm saying he was he was teaching he was teaching a nigga how to how to how to, how to yeah throw yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you don't. You don't that do was that. corny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was corny, but I mean, you know, at the same time, like. Bro, you don't do that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, right. you pledge for that shit. I mean, hey, I understand what, it's your brother. No, that's a, that, hey, that's the key word. Pledge. Motherfucker ain't pledge you do. Hey, ain't nobody pledge. You know how it is, man. Ain't nobody look. That's ain't fact. nobody touching. The key word is pledge. Most cats that pledge ain't ain't allowing that shit. If you my brother, man. Hey, he wouldn't even done that shit. First of all, yeah. right? I ain't teach you how to do that shit. Like again, making a mockery of it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, so, I slap my own motherfucking cousin, my own cousin in the mall in public <laughs> for doing for th- the shimmy for throwing the yo. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Bootsy is probably the breadwinner. And his motherfucking family, right? Yeah. So, so his brother is—he probably on his brother payroll. So he he probably gonna let that nigga do whatever the fuck he want to. You know what I'm saying? He probably gonna let his his brother probably gonna be like, "Yo, man, <laughs> you gotta chill out." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but, it, but this is my thing on that. That's a whole separate issue. He could be on the payroll or whatever. Bottom line, everybody knows in the African American African American community. That the black fraternity and sororities is a very, that's a prestigious thing. You know what I mean? And it's not to be messed with on no matter whether it's K side eight, and all the other organizations. You know what I mean? So bottom line, he just crossed the line. No, it, no. But, but but the good thing about it is it has been handled, and I think he sees the importance of it now and to see the error in his mistake. Now, I'm going to throw a wrench at this mug. But the biggest, the other problem I got is this cat that's an alpha with a K side shirt doing a little boosy. Uh, the little song y'all seen that? Was he an alpha? He an alpha. Now he need his ass whooped. See, Boosie right. gonna get all y'all ass whooped. Right. Here's the thing. He know better, and he making up made a song which it was corny as fuck. He up there making that song talking about uh Boosie now. He, he an alpha, and he got like what makes you matter put on fact, a K side shirt? Fact, Ain't no way I'm putting on a should have whooped his ass. So should have for putting on a K side shirt. That's right. some, exactly. See, I didn't know that nigga was yeah, an alpha. He's an alpha. Even if he wasn't an alpha, he should know better. But again, that's why you. Cats feel like they can get a pass for putting it on. Lil Booster did it. Even though it's a, I'm making a joke out of it, motherfucker. When you, when you get a case side, you had to go uh, purchase a case side shirt. Booster gonna get niggas ass. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have put on a red shirt and did the whole thing and you know had this little joke, but he wanted to put on a case side shirt. And he an alpha. Niggas don't fear no more. I see. Huh? I see. It's yeah, different. It's different. Nigga nigga exactly. I don't show up to shit. I don't show up to no fucking sets. None of that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want nobody. But you know what? Cass will try to try to use you. And hey, man, you saw. Nah, man. Don't don't try to use me. Was anybody talking about? I saw your homeboy. Hey, don't try to don't try to get out. Don't try to get that ZB cred. <laughs> hey, man. We still get a lot of respect everywhere we go, man. Founders Day, man. I was drunk, acting a goddamn fool. Dante had two minutes yeah. of rocks. <laughs> I'm out there, man, <laughs> at, at the club, nigga. Hey, I done. <laughs> but it, this is what I realized, though. But this is what I realized. Hey, hey the real animal came out. Listen, Dante, I done jumped. On, see, so every year, man, when we go out for Founders Day, it's this one nigga that be jumping on the microphone, right? The nigga goes on for like 45 minutes doing these old-ass chants that don't nobody know. I wasn't going for that shit this year, man. I done grabbed the mic, took the mic, nigga, done ah-ah animal, noop-noop, yo, all over this bitch. 
And basically, there the niggas did not say a motherfucking word while I was there. You know, <laughs> and, and 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 when I was when I sobered up the next day, I realized, nigga, I was wrong because it was they poor. <laughs> I said, nigga, we would have been fighting everybody in that bitch, but nigga got on our microphone and took over, bro. Did nobody, bro, nigga? But I didn't even realize it, man, until the next day when I woke up and I was like, damn, I was tripping. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was tripping, dog. I know, but still, I was like, dog, this was they party. That's why that nigga was on the microphone. <laughs> See, and that's when I realized ZB is different from other chapters. You know what I'm saying? The shit that we get away with or we do, other niggas ain't doing. You know what I mean? Other chapters ain't doing. And it's a it's a totally different breed because it's... People, when after that booty shit, what happened? People was like, Dante, let me see you shimmy. I'm like, nigga, I ain't shimmy. never shimmied in my life. Shimmy. Like I ain't never, I ain't never, did, I ain't never did this shit. And they, I'm like, I don't even know how to even do it. My shit. my shoulders don't even move like that. It's very feminine. <laughs> bad as a motherfucker knees bad, nigga. Even if I wanted to do it, I ain't trying to do it. Bro. Rub, rub your knees. Yes, nigga. Yes. Beta up do it. I don't. I ain't, I don't know. I ain't gonna say that because I ain't. Well, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they, 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 they kind of, they kind of tried it. They got like some little strolls. They kind of, they teeter it exactly or whatever. They teeter that shit. And I just be like, nah, bro. As soon as you move your shoulders, I'll be like, come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? The hands on it's the new knees age. and all that shit, bro. I, I even know. I even hate the woo. Yeah. I even hate that you know, shit, my nigga. Right, I man, hate I was, that I shit. I was in Memphis, man, and uh, I had just crossed, right? And I had my line jacket. I was a super neo. I had my line jacket with the Memphis. You know, that's that's what that's my hometown, right? So I go. And these class saying, woo. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's different. Everywhere you go, I'm like, they woo. The they try to charge woo? me up. Look, man, dude, try to say, man, I, don't, I ain't answering no charge. I'm Look, I'm, I'm new. He's old cast, and I ain't give a damn. I say, I ain't answering no charge. And I shot them a charge back, right? And uh, they ain't know it. I said, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> motherfucker didn't even know it. Like, you answer this, nigga, and then I answer that. How about that? Motherfucker didn't answer the motherfucker. So, here I am in the club. I'm, I'm with my cousin, right, in the, in the uh, at this party. And they wooing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Woo, they want like some girls. I, I don't understand it, bro. I hate that shit. Woo. Woo. Bitch, you a siren? <laughs> no lie, I would have never played cap if I had to do that shit. Cause I, my, my shoulders don't work like my knees. <laughs> all that shit. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't have players cap ever saw if I had to do all of that shit. I promise to God. Crazy, my nephew was like, "We're gonna pee next year." I told me no. the players. What he said, man. Do you have to rub my knee? I ain't doing all that. <laughs> you said, do I do all this show? I said, no, nah, nah, man. Nah, bro. Nah. The one thing that I, the one thing that I do, the good, the good that I could take out of it is it did get national attention for KSI, right? That's probably we the didn't only, need that attention. Yeah, yeah, but that's, but if you want to take it out of a situation, the good that came out of it. Is KSI got national attention? We always Good. got national attention. Yeah, but the motherfuckers who probably never went to college, they didn't probably didn't know shit about it, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers who sure. probably never went to college, niggas that's just on the street doing regular shit, they probably ain't even know what the hell KSI was. You know what I'm saying? So now, now they know. You know what I mean? Now the motherfuckers know. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yeah, there is a brand named Kappa. There is a there is a brand. And I think to your point, Dante, I think people got a chance to see from a more global perspective on how serious it is mm-hmm. on what not to do. You know right. what I mean? As it relates to perpetrating. You know right. what I mean? And it happens, you know, uh this but this is like one of the first times where it kind of just got like national attention. Right. Like, of, of what not to do. So right, that was right. a good thing. Yeah. So fuck Bootsy. I mean, not fuck Bootsy, but fuck that. I still like Bootsy, man. Bootsy, badass nigga. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Just don't do that shit, Bootsy. Just, just put on a red shirt, nigga, and uh, there you go. Yeah, go to the game. <laughs> Buy a hawk shirt, nigga. <laughs> yeah, right. Support the hawks. <laughs> shit, man. I'm waiting for this game tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm excited about. The, the motherfucking 49 is finna come whoop the ass tomorrow. That's what I'm mean. that's what I'm ready for, man. I can dig it. That's what I'm ready for. You know what I mean? I'm ready to see us back in that bowl. You know what I mean? Back bring back them Kaepernick days. You know what I'm saying? Them Kaepernick days. Them we days, was we was killing shit. Are, them days are gone, brother. Them days are gone. <laughs> the NFL has moved on from the NFL Kaepernick. Has moved on from Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> they are not letting that nigga back in. So, have all y'all seen the um Aaron Hernandez documentary? Man, yes, I seen it. You seen it? I saw it. What do you think about it, Walt? I just feel like that nigga mama was tripping. Yeah. I feel like she was really just out for him about his money, and she really kind of messed him up mentally by going to fuck with his cousin's husband and moving him in. And... You know, she said, you know, you're making 40 million. Just give me one. And we're set for life. If you got to ask your son for money. <laughs> right. That means you ain't doing something right as a mother. You know what? You know, you know what my take was? I think he was really undercover gay. Right. And everybody who he felt like that they could try him. That's what this nigga was starting to kill him. Because ever since he was never able to come out as gay while his father was alive. So ever since his father died. Like this nigga really had to keep up that manhood image, but this nigga was really undercover gay. Like he was really because even even when you was listening to him talk about the other gay niggas in the in the prison, right? He was still he was still like hide. trying to hide it and be like, "Why are you talking to them? Like, why why are you so mad that everybody else talking to the gay niggas? Like, what he call what them? they got? What, the, he, what he call them? Them or what he call them? Yeah, he was like, "Why are they talking to them? They like I don't I don't remember exactly, but I'm like." This nigga was really undercover gay. That's why he was just He was fucking his quarterback in high school. Right. And I think I think anybody who ever had an inkling that he may have been gay is the niggas that he went after. You know what I'm saying? The the nigga was just fucking stupid, though, at the end of the day. I mean, the shit that he was doing out in the open, it was just really, really like beyond anything I could think of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. for a nigga to spill a drink on you and you roll up on a nigga at a light and kill two niggas at a stoplight because they spilled the drink on you and then shoot the nigga that in the head that was in the car with you later on. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Right, but he got off on that one because old boy was, he was incredible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he was kind of, it, it, it made it seem like he was just trying to set him up, but he killed them niggas. But that's, and, and that's what I think when, that's why I think that it was the gay shit was he was doing you know how when you just try to you just do too much to to, to try to yeah to try to prove that you're like, like you really a man are you really hard you know what i'm saying Bruh. overcompensating for 
but you yeah, don't, bro, yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying, but, bro. But you don't kill nobody if you want to go. Yeah, if you want to go to the extreme, so everybody, so that even if somebody even bring up a question about you being gay. Yeah, anybody Bro, bring even a question that you gave. You don't, you don't kill nobody. I can understand you going outside shooting up, shooting your gun in the air. But nigga, to walk in and point your gun and not only kill, nigga, kill multiple people. And then went on Sunday and played football. Played football. A that's mother. Now that's the crazy season. part. That's that CTE shit. Right. He was cold. He was cold. That's that CTE shit, though. That's, That's when he did, can, you, did you see the graphic of his brain and shit? That shit yeah, 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 like big ass hole in the middle. But I don't want to blame that shit on CTE, but it, it might have played a role in it. But that nigga was just really like he was really, really unbalanced, though. A lot of times when you deal with a lot of shit and don't know how to express it, and you hold it in, like you got you got his dad. That's you know, hey, I got to obtain this man mentality. Nobody can see I'm gay. I'm a football player. I play for the Patriots. You got to uphold all this shit. You know what I mean? So it'd be rough. All that money. Hey, like like Diddy said, man, money, money, more money, more problems. You know what I mean? So you got to uphold this image that you got. You know, you've been giving all this money, and you ain't never had none of that. And you got all these already got. Now all of us got family issues. Period. Everybody got right. some kind of issues of families. But when you get money, man, that shit escalate. You know what I mean? I, mean? So, I, I really do think outside of the gay shit, I think his dad dying really played a big part mm. in a lot of the stuff that he that happened to him because his dad was a big major role and influence in his life. Yeah, and I think him dying really, really struck a chord in him, yeah. and just left an impression on him, like you know. And then his mama went and fucked his cousin's husband right after that, and moved him in. Like that'll make any nigga in high school like, nigga. That'll that'll make you that'll put you in a rage. I agree. Damn, right, it's your right, right. Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy. I think that's really what it was. I think that's yeah. where all of it stemmed from is he was living a double life because he didn't want nobody ever even question if he was gay or if he right. even, yeah, nobody he didn't want to even cause any anytime anybody would even question it, because you know if you if you notice at the end of the documentary where it said two days after, two days after, after it came out he that that he, yeah, because he was like, I can't, I just can't live with even people even knowing that shit. Right. And he killed himself two days later. And two they days was, later, and, and don't get, they was wrong for that. They who? should the the people who outed him on the radio and was making jokes about mm. that on the radio, like in today's in today's world in this uh, cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. They ass would have got fired. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In today's world, yeah. because they. Technically, they were really, really wrong for going out and saying and talking and joking about this man's sexuality on the live on the radio. Yeah, which led to him killing himself. If you think about it, just what he was trying to avoid. What did everybody do? Man, they tripping. This dude ain't gay. Right. This fool right here, gangster. How gangster he looking up there? The impression that he has. So these would be the things that you know people are hiding. You got this undercover stuff. So I mean, that's the first thing I thought. Like, man, they they reaching now. Now they're trying to say this cat gay and all this shit. But even his brother said he was gay though. Or his brother said that he was molested or had some type of uh, encounter with an older male when he was when they were at the house or whatever. Right. You know. So I mean, it's a sad story all the way around. You know, I, I still can't like in my mind. I still can't believe that you would be playing in NFL and go kill 
multiple people, not just shoot, but, not just. But you know what? The thing about it, whoa, you got all that money, man. You you feel like you're above everything. You are not killing nobody. Money. I mean, if I got away with one murder, Reggie, I'm not going to go and kill three, four I more know, people. But I'm saying, you just you just never know. Look look at his life and his mentality. You know what I mean? So it's just, I mean, he you know he had that, and so I mean, you know, he was hell. He was damn untouchable for a minute. He I mean, was. He had com- yeah, and, right, yeah. So he was untouchable for a while. So you think about it, like, well, shit, you know. I didn't got through this. I didn't got through that, and I got this contract and making this money. Shit. What messed up? He should have shot the other dude multiple times. Say, look at there you go. No, I'm <laughs> saying because. But listen. But, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. Like, hey, you just you just sit there and told us like, look, I can't see no, how he murdered no, somebody. No. How, how, did, how can he sit there and murder somebody? What I'm saying though, when he should have did to clean Dante, the job up, Dante, he should have shot him multiple times. He got Dante, gangster real quick. Dante, hey, you see how gangster he got? Dante, guy, I'm hey, saying that that led to his downfall to though. I really can't see how he could really do that, but he should have. Hey, on the cool, he should have shot to kill that motherfucker about about eight times, and he'd hey, been listen, good. But listen, that was his that was his downfall though. That dude surviving is what led to them connecting him to all the other murders. He lived to tell the story of him shooting him and connecting all the other dots of the murders that he committed in Boston, right? And why they gonna keep the forerunner? Yeah, that's why I don't understand. But it was like it was all but it was it was a chance that he was gonna take if he would have took it out of the garage and got rid of it. Why it, keep the forerunner, bro? That but was years ago. That forerunner ain't been driven. Why is it still sitting in the... Like in the I'm untouchable. Why, why I got to get rid of my shit? Yo, park, park the forerunner and nobody move it. Right. Park the forerunner. Don't bring it out the garage. That's nobody dumb. move it. But this is like a... They need to make a movie out of this. Because how in the hell was the, the sisters... The, the, the sisters... I mean, you kill your, your baby mama's... You kill your fiance's sister's boyfriend. Yeah, that is a script, nigga. Hey, yeah, that's a Hollywood script. They gonna make a movie. Rock, they gonna make a movie and Rock gonna play him. Rock Johnson. <laughs> that nigga play everybody. Goddamn, that nigga that making so much goddamn money. Who is Rock Johnson? Nigga, nigga the Rock, nigga. Oh, the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock gonna play the daddy. He's not gonna play. <laughs> yeah, he can't play Aaron and Yeah. He can't play Aaron and yeah, nah. That nigga was nervous as hell when Robert Kraft walked walked in. Oh, nigga, you keep seeing he kept looking back. He was nervous as shit. Because he invested in him. Yeah, he, yeah, he invested in him, and he looked up to uh, to Robert Kraft. So right, yeah, you yeah. know that was when he walked in, he was like, "Fuck, like, damn, this shit is kind of real." And he know he lied to Robert Kraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert Kraft, excuse and my gangster. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you know, you paid me to excuse Robert, my gangster. And Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft didn't look at him at all. He just walked straight to the podium or whatever, yeah. said what he had to say, and he walked straight out. And then you know, Aaron Rodgers looked back like five or six times. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez looked. Back five or six times because he was just like he was embarrassed. He's like, damn. Yeah. It's like your mama coming in the principal office. Like, because he thought, you know, he was th- he was thinking he was gonna get off the shit. Right. Gonna get off of it. Right. You know? And uh, once he once he walked in, he was like, but bro, they, yeah. they killed the nigga. They went back with the niggas that killed the nigga, and they was holding his baby, playing in the game room, like nothing ever happened. Listen, if you can go out, if you can go out and. If you can go out and play four quarters of football, you right. You right. Picking up my baby and at the house you chilling right. ain't shit. You right. You know what I'm saying? That ain't shit. I mean, it, I mean, just think about it. think about the players that 
players that played with him, like, damn, we was in this bitch with a killer. Man. And he probably, it's probably, he, probably he had a whole different, you know, it's probably different in the locker room with everybody else. You know what I mean? So, you know, everybody else thought he was a whole different cat. But, you know, outside of that, he was a whole different man. Like, that's crazy. Hey, hey, you know what? It ain't my show, but let's talk about some recent shit. I know this your show, man. Let's talk, talk about, about this it, Antonio Brown cat, man. This nigga. He got hey. CTE. Right. Hey. Shit. Hey. Something wrong with him. No, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? It's going to be no. a Netflix documentary about him. He's going to kill somebody out there in the Poker Beans Project. You know what? I don't, I, don't really, I don't really think he got CTE. Bruh. I think the cat just Bruh. got too much money, and he no. think motherfuckers can't fuck no. with him, bro. No. You know no. what I'm saying? No. So, Something wrong with him, but, bro. It, but this last thing, he was... You I mean, don't fuck over that much money. That's I mean, that's true. I mean, to be disrespectful in front of your, your kid. I mean, here's the thing. If you don't respect your baby mama, that's fine. But don't do that shit in front of your that kids. That shit was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you so, ain't going to respect the... If you're not going to respect And then he her, was live with the shit like it's key, cool. And threw a bag of dicks. Right. Gummy right. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you, you premeditated this right. thought yeah, did. in yeah, your did. mind. You had a pack of gummy dicks <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> and you threw gummy dicks and said, suck a gummy dick. <laughs> Threw him a bag of goat Come dicks. Come on, no, that was <laughs> no, that was some disrespectful. Disrespectful. I, you know what, man? This is one thing I can, I cannot stand for people to curse in front of their kids. Absolutely. Like, and for you to just talk about the mother of your kid, and not only that, bitch, you you done laid down and got three kids, right? By this woman, so it wasn't a mistake, nigga. Right. So now she's a hoe. She's all this and she's all that. And your kids, right there. I mean, your kids gonna grow up thinking like, man, yeah, my dad had money, but he was a damn fool. Right. You know what I mean? So that, that was, man, that that that's that too cor- disrespectful. That's Gorn's kid. I it, followed that nigga after kid. that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to see no. How, how old is his kids? Anybody know? His kids are. His kids are like they little, right? I mean, they they're little. They they they're in school. They're probably yeah, like, like six, seven, five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, enough to know what's going on. Right. Six year old and shit. And he got older kids that are not by her. Mm. He has other kids. Too. Didn't he? Didn't he uh, post like a while ago? No white women in twenty twenty or some shit. No like white that? women, and then when they got another non black woman. <laughs> Just Chris, saying. So that's how you know he's on a downward spiral because. Videos of everything. So right. when they show right. this shit in court, right. or whatever, like, and you already, yeah, you already, you already losing endorsements or whatever. You losing all of that shit. So when the judge see all of these videos and shit that you posting, that baby mama gonna get all that. All money. that shit. Right. Yep. She gonna get the kids. She gonna get the custody. Right. She gonna get all of that shit. Right. What are you doing? Right. He don't know, man. He don't. He don't even know. Somebody missing. Somebody missing. Do anybody even pay attention to Amber Alerts anymore? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I, I don't know what I can do about them, but I listen. To them. <laughs> I look at the name and everything. <laughs> but listen, but hold on. I, I want to say this, man. I just don't like. You know, it's bad when Drew Rose in the house drop you, and he take everybody. This, Drew Rosenhaus take everybody. He's like, I can't take no more of this nigga. He take everybody. Yeah. You told me this brand like really? Cats looking at him like. You really gonna you really uh still um <coughs> representing this cat? He so, already know he's not getting another contract that's oh, worth yeah, him does. taking. Stick a fork in like like that was it. Drew saw that. But and like you out. wanted you wanted to put this out in the world. Right, you yeah. put you right. put this on live. Yeah, right. He's snitching up that's the thing with social media. Cats will be around here. That's why all these these so called gangsters I don't know, I don't I don't get. Y'all snitching on yourself. Like you making a police job easy. You know what I mean? So y'all posting shit. I never forget uh 
the 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 dudes that killed uh, XXX and Toshion or whatever whatever that cat name is, right? Yeah. So check this out. You know how they found the cat man? This fool had the same shit on he had on social media. So they just, I mean, they went on and found him with the same shoe, the same, you know, what he was out there, uh, you know, robbed him with or whatever on his social media page. Niggas like, man, like social media is where you go to find and see what cats at, where people at. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> They done created a whole division, uh, for and, you know, within the police department. For, just for, for social, social media? media? Just yeah. for social media, yeah. That, like the hip-hop cops or yeah. some shit? Like. Well, it's basically like if a crime happens, they go, the first thing they go do, hey, check social media. They got a whole, some departments have like a whole, they have a person that does social media, that does social media research. Find out, are they posting anything? Did they post this? Did they post that? But I did want to, I have one question for you, Walt. As it relates to Antonio Brown, do you, so is it safe to say, do, do, can we compare Antonio Brown to to uh, to Terrell Owens to his situation? Oh no 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 that's no, no, no hell no. no hell no. To did not ever do anything remotely close to what AB is doing. Right. Yeah. To 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 shit was football related. Yeah, he was never disrespectful. His shit was football related. He never did anything that wasn't football related. This this nigga this nigga AB. Yeah, it was all football related. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, even with the Hall of Fame or whatever, I mean, he wanted a position. How do you want to do it? You know what I mean? So, I mean, a lot of people don't agree with it and feel like, hey, you know. But, again, he did everything. It was, you know, it was about the NFL. He was already in, so he wanted to do it how he wanted to do it. You know what I mean? This but, nigga A.B. will apologize to Robert Kraft and all of this other shit on one post and then come back and say, fuck the Patriots, but, fuck the but, NFL, but, but fuck Roger To the whole point, even when the Saints tried to invite him in, they gave him rules. Right. You know, like, look, don't bring a whole entourage. He and then, the you know, there you go. He brought everything. And, you know, so, again, he making himself, you know, he'll probably look back years from now and be like, boy, you was a damn fool. How, how much money did he fuck off of? How much did he have when he had with the, with the, uh, with, uh, with the Raiders? With the, with the Raiders? Sixty million, something like that. Yeah, and it's like thirty. He's 30 never getting guaranteed. that again. Matter of fact, I hope he never. I well, hope. But he you know what? I was just uh, uh, so we was looking over the you know his whole NFL career. You know he's um, he's accumulated about eighty million, like uh, all the seasons he's had. Yeah, you know Pittsburgh. he ain't got all that. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, exactly. But um, you know, a lot of times you feel like you're above everything else. You know what I mean? So. It's crazy the mentality that you know. I understand him having a chip on his back, you know, coming up. What did he was it, what did he central? He from Florida, yeah, yeah. Whatever he was from, you know, like, you man, know, inside of Tennessee, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty City, wherever he's from. Yeah, I mean, I get the chip on your back, bro, but the way that you've reacted over this last year just doesn't equate to anybody who wants a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nobody don't want any dealings with him. I, bro, I don't even want to follow you no more. So I right, know nobody wants right, you on their team. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that bad. Once I, but you I, know what? You know what? I blame it on the people around him, and to some extent. You know what I mean? But it can't because, nobody control him. Well, no, dog. no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know we've always said there's always people around us that we'll listen to above anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So if everybody around here, if I'm getting upset and mad, it's, it's certain people that you're going to stop and listen to. Be like, look, man, chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Does he have that or everybody's a yes man? Bruh, so at some but point. There's, there's always people who's going to do what the hell they want to do. How many times we told T-Spo to chill the fuck out? <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? But we, guess who we'll listen to, though? If you if you there, guess who we'll listen to? He will, he will listen to me. That's, what I, that's a prime example. He will. He will listen right. to me. Yeah, so that's a prime Prime example. There's always somebody that that you know what that'll get you get you uh, get yourself in line. You're like, look, 
all right, man, you you tripping. You need to chill out. You that's know what? True. You know, so that's always somebody like that. So whoever that one person is or ain't around no more, ain't no telling. He might have burned some bridges, but the people around you, bro, I mean, I that's mean. because he paying them all. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But see, that, but see, it has to be yeah. deeper than that. It's had to be. It's always some family member. I don't give a fuck what you got. I didn't seen you grow up, nigga. You need to you chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So whether he listening to that or don't have that he no called more. called his grandma and said, Grandma, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I say that to say this podcast nation that's why it's very important to have a father or a mother in your life that's positive you know what i'm saying like like teach you the ropes or whatever ab ain't got that like he like right. he mentioned the first person he praised was his grandmother i'm pretty sure his grandmother was a little older and you know she didn't understand. right at this she point, don't yeah understand. she don't get it yeah she don't understand and get right. social media or whatever but that's why it's important we we're all fathers we're all fathers take that time with your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 take that step. That shit is important. I got a four year old. That is important. Yeah. Like, whilst I don't cuss around her, I don't do that, you know. Um, but literally, father figures, mother figures are so fucking important. I'm 34 and I'm I'm, I'm growing up real quick. I don't see how I I all AB. I don't see how men. Act like that towards their kids. I don't see how you're not there for your kids. I don't see how women keep men from their kids. Like, that shit baffles me. When you have a child, you understand how much a child needs both parents in their lives. Because like, they didn't grow up because, because, because the women didn't grow up with their fathers. Right. So it's a cycle. Yeah. If, if you if you don't understand the, important, the importance of your daddy being there, you like, shit, I made it. I'm good. Yeah. You were like, my, my daughters ain't going to need or my son ain't going to need his daddy. I got him. You know what I'm saying? It's a cycle. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience. I, I, I know it. And I, you know what I'm saying? I, I know it. And I understand it. But I, it just, I don't know. Just, it, just, it, just, it just baffles me when I, when I see women keeping their kids from the fathers and I also see fathers not wanting to be it de- there for it depends the kids. On, it depends actually in, on the individual because... My daddy wasn't around. My so that's why I know it's important. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why I know it. Yeah, that's why I don't why, even want to talk about daddy issues. Man. My daddy died <laughs> a few months ago, and I don't want to cry on camera on the on the podcast, man. This, I mean, but, uh, this should be touchy for me, man. Reggie you know already. But, you know what? But but at the end of the day, man, you know you kind of know what not to do. There is a lot of things. You know, kids. We see how important it is because we know how we grew up, right? You know, everybody. You know, nobody's perfect. You know, we can pick. You know. You know, wives and girlfriends, but you can't pick family. You know what I mean? So, you know, so, I mean, everybody has issues, but, you know, being grown and kind of in the position everybody's in now, you know what not to do. You know what I mean? Even if you ain't had that father figure or had that, you know, man around, but when you have a kid, that changes everything. You know what I mean? So, you want to have that kid to grow up, you know, differently from what you grew up, and you want to make sure that you're there. And so I think a lot of times, I don't know, I mean, it could, you know, a lot that's involved in that, you know, whether, you know, women have a control. But it just it just boils down to this: be careful who you have kids with. You know what I mean. So, be careful. Who you, and then, but you know, a lot of times that changes a lot too. You know what I mean. So you think there's one person, this you come find out it's a whole different person. You know when uh you know when the situation may change. You know what I mean. So, I mean that's <clears throat> but that's still no excuse to you know hold anybody kids from seeing each other, etc. But here's the thing: let's 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 keep it real. The women who we want to smash, they probably ain't. They probably ain't got all of it up here 
but they be the finest motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So that's let's let's just let's just keep it let's keep it real. The ones who we really want to smash ain't the ones who as dumb as a box of rocks. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. And a lot of, a lot of times, those are the ones that capitalize off, uh, you know, you know, having babies by, you know, by by good, you know, good men, per se, right? Or whether it was a fling or whatever it is, they capitalize off that shit. Now they got control. You know what I mean? So knowing you're a good man and doing that, knowing that will hurt you not to see your kid, not to be there. You know what I mean? Or take, you know, that, it's that control factor. Well, I need you to pay child support. I need this. I need that. So now it's more for them. It's a business transaction. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're not looking at it as a kid and their life and their future. And, then, you know, that's what makes it a lot. You know, that's what makes it sad. So that, so, so, so that makes the court system fucked up, right? Right. Because I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Luckily, I'm not at the child support moment. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm going that way because I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm tired of dealing with what I'm dealing with or whatever, right. but I just have a peace of mind to where I know that my reactions could potentially fuck up what I have for my daughter. Let me Because, you. you know, because my baby mama, you know, whatever. Um, but if I have a reaction, I do something crazy, my daughter ain't going to have shit. Listen, right. here's what I would tell you. Here's, so I let her talk, cuss me, I don't give a fuck. You just talking, that's fine. Here's, here's what, if you ever... If she ever, I'm a, and this is like, this is what I should have known or somebody, I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago. If you ever about to go to court, get a restraining order against the, against the mom. That way, no matter what, you can at least still have custody. You can get 50-50 custody because if she does it to you, then it's a wrap for you. It's a wrap for you. You're not going to be able to get custody or nothing. But if you put the restraining order on her, You'll be a, you'll have better luck of getting custody of your girl, at least fifty fifty. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's the, that's the court move. Get restraining order against this person, and then when you go to court, you be like, well, this person has a restraining order, so their temper or whatever, and they use that against you in court. Cause I'm telling you, that's what happened to me. That's what that's exactly what happened to me. I told my wife, I don't give a fuck what happened, what go on. Motherfucker, we better work this shit out because I'm, I'm not waking up <laughs> without your son. Without my son. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck what's going on between us. We better figure it out because I can't do it. One thing I'm playing about is my kids. I'm right. Going on. I'm going to see them every day. And I thank God I got the job where I'm flexible, where I'm able to take them to school, pick them hey, up. Hey man, and, thank you for the thank you for putting me on the job too, oh, yeah, man. Sure. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that on sure. I'm gonna tell you that on the podcast, man. Oh, let the let the let the, let the let the world know, man, <laughs> right. that this nigga here, man. See, this is this is bring us this brings us back to what Cap Alpha Side was made for. I called this nigga Reggie on a Wednesday, and I knew I was about to get laid off from my job, right? And I said, Reggie. Man, look, I'm about to get laid off. How do I do this shit that you do? I don't know. I didn't know shit about the job Reggie had. I just knew he made paper. Mm-hmm. Yep. That nigga Reggie <laughs> said, send me your resume, and we'll see what we can do. Man, I was headed to Texarkana on a Friday. That nigga Reggie called me and said, you got an interview on Monday. Yes, I said, look at God. <laughs> and then, not only did he say that, he said, we just going to start the hiring process, and then we'll go from there. I said, what? He said, yeah, nigga. Now, it took months, but patience. I was blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
My mama always used to say, what is this this, this fraternity going to do for you? Man, this fraternity has allowed me to put me in a position to support my family to this day. All because this man here made a call, put in a word for me, hey, man. and hey, got me a job. That's just what we do, man. That's just what we do. You know I'm what just saying, mean? I just want the world to know it. You know what I'm saying? Because without... I'm 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 so appreciative because this allows me still to this day to put food on my table for my kids and support my family. You know what I'm saying? And I can't thank you enough for me to you, man. Like I love you for that, man. Straight up. I know, man. I know. I, I'm, I, y'all know I'm emotional right now, man. I told you my dad passed a few months ago, so I'm still on the teary on the teary train, man. So if I don't want a crowd camera looking like. A, I'm just saying, but yeah, you know, it it meant so much to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't really ask too many people for nothing. You know what I mean? So, and for me to pick up the phone and call him and be like, hey, man, look, boom, boom, boom. I need this. And without, I mean, it wasn't even no, it wasn't even an interview. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he really, really laid everything on the line for me and looked out for me. And I really just wanted to tell him, man, I appreciate you, man. I love you for that, man. Like, straight up, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, he did. He put it all on the line for me, straight up. And I I really just wanted to make him, you know, proud and not regret it. You know what I'm saying? And go in and do what I'm supposed to do, man. And, uh, you know, four years later, man, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that's that's you're right. Real talk. Yeah. Two for one special. Hey, y'all live. Is your mic? Check, check. Your mic on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can hear you now. Say something, Zay. One, two, one, two. Wait, no. Turn, turn, turn his mic up. Maybe turn Reggie's up too. Go ahead, Zay. Go ahead, Zay. But yeah, I was going to say okay, one thing about well, since we're on the subject of fathers, I can honestly say that being a father is, man, it's it's, it's very speechless. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's an experience all by itself. You a person will never understand the importance of a father until you are a father, if that makes sense. And but but it, but you have to be a person that's in, in willing to embrace it. You have to be willing to embrace both the good and the, the bad of it, because there's going to be some sacrificial moments. There's going to be some moments where, hey, you, you're, you're part of the team. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're by yourself, but that's called parenting. You know what I mean? And when you're a parent, a parent, uh, a parent has standards and whatever those standards are, you have to stick to that. You can't be unwavering because that's how your child learns or your children will learn stability. You know what I mean? And they know, and they'll learn from that. Okay. My parent, my father has made a decision, and so I'm picking up on that, and he or she has stuck has stick, has, um, has uh, stuck to that. So one thing I can say from like you know from with my daughter now, she's 17, getting ready to be 18 in July. I mean, ain't getting ready to go off to school, um, you know, because I've you know gone through some personal things. Uh, one thing I appreciate about her, and I was telling Reggie about this, is that about my daughter, I was able you know uh, to learn from her how she has been able to make a personal decision. She stuck to it, and she's she's been listening to me, and that's a powerful thing. When you find out when you when y'all's kids get older, because I know y'all have babies right now, but when they get older, when you find out that man, my child was actually listening, like they are mm-hmm. listening, mm-hmm. like for real, like they listening, like that's me. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's me. You, I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy experience, man. So Dante, so, how do you feel, man, about to be a new father for the second time? 
I feel. I don't, I can feel, I say that on here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like well, it's too late now. Congratulations. Right. No, 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 I can tell you this, I'm less scared this on the second time. Right. You know what I'm saying? The first time I was panicking because right. I went from zero to two. Right. So that's I was, hard. Man, I was scared as a motherfucker. How was that, man? Like knowing you got, you know, paying for the first time of two. I was scared Please. shitless. I was scared shitless. And I was trying to do everything in my power. And I think this is where I fucked up. I was trying to do everything in my power for her not to have those kids. Wow. I, uh. I, I was doing because I was like, Listen, I ain't got my shit ain't together. Right. You know what I'm saying? My shit ain't together. So there's no way I could be a father of two. And I'm just going from zero to two. I can't do it. Like, right. no, no, no. Let's let's abort mission. Abort. Abort. Right. Man, listen, listen. Having having like, kids is like pledging. You're never ready for that shit. Yeah, I just right. about, yeah, that's true. That's true. You can never be I was ready. Just about to say that. It's something that you can't even prepare yourself for. Like, I used to think, like, man, like, I need to have this amount of money and I need to be working mm-hmm. this kind of job. And, You'll figure that shit out. What's that, baby? Get here. Yeah, it don't fucking matter. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. You'll figure that shit out. Let me save a little bit. Right. You know, right. yeah. let me save while during these nine months. Put you, some bread you, you, back. You, you know what? Never be ready. But you know what? You know, one thing I've learned, I have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old, right? One thing you learn is as they grow up, like, really parenting is like a trial and error, right? But as they get older... You have to do things differently. You have to change up. You know, ain't never really a right and wrong. You know, there is ways I look at how I grew up, you know, that I, that I implement in him. You know, be, having a son, being that, being my firstborn, and having him grow up to be a man, giving him responsibility, doing X, Y, Z. But as they get older, you have to do things differently. You know what I mean? Because now he understands a whole lot of everything, even with my daughter. Like, she picks up on a whole lot of stuff. So you have to, as you start to parent, you have to change up. You know what I mean? So you can't do the same stuff they was doing when they was two and three years old. You know what I mean? So now they're aware of a lot of things. Yeah. I had to talk to my son about a lot of stuff. I mean, having a conversation with him about um, gay and sex. And I had to yeah. do all this shit already. You already because, had to talk with him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had, had to. That, I had to do that now well, because here's the thing, right? So even in fourth grade, so check this out. In fourth grade, right, they have this thing because he's in fifth grade. They go to intermediate school, right? So... They have this thing called Boys Huddle where, you know, people come in, kind of tell them about themselves. But, you know, he come to me, you know, and say, hey, I said, look, we'll have that conversation. So we had the conversation. Hey, where I come from, where I, have, I mean, we had to go. We went all out. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy at 10 years old that I have to have a conversation with him like that. But I'd rather him. But what good thing about it is I'm big on communication. Son, I don't care if you're in trouble, whatever it is, then you need to come let me know. You know, if you tell me too late, ain't nothing we can do. We can talk through it. So having open communication, being transparent on a lot of things, because he asks questions about everything. Ain't nothing he can get by him. Hey, what's going on? Like, why is this? Why is that? So, hey, you can't <clears throat> you can't hide a lot of stuff from these kids today because they got social media. Yeah. You got all this different stuff. Even if they don't see it and have their own phones, they got friends now, they got phones. It's, yeah. A lot of stuff is open. So now you really have to be more transparent. And he and good thing, you know, good thing I have is I don't try to I, I, I don't have, hide anything from him. You know what I mean? So if he has, I tell him, look, if you want to have a conversation, you know, even about, you know, um, you know, growing up, you know, hey, my dad, I don't want to grow up right now. Well, I wake up like this. You know, he's I never forget when he was a uh, <laughs> when he was a kid. Uh, he was saying, like, look, 
He woke up, his thing was like, oh, it won't go down. <laughs> I was, I was hoping, <laughs> I was, I was hoping that you told this story. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so you know, he came to you and said, "Look, it won't go down." It won't go down, so, Daddy. It won't go down. I don't know. So, but it's fun. But it's, it's it, man, it's funny though having a growing up with a with a son and you know, like I said, it wasn't no privacy. You know, I being a wrestler, he was a wrestler. He when he was this was funny when he was little, he busting in the dough. Why my PP ain't that big? I want one like that. <laughs> and I ain't trying to make it. He was like, I want one. I want one now. <laughs> I was like, that. I can't even pee and pee. But it's funny. You know, growing up now, you know, growing up stuff, you know. So, I mean, you know, it's it's funny that when you have a son and then, you know, even when you have a daughter. So, it's it's funny, you know, having to go through that, have those conversations, you know. I want one now. Right. <laughs> he said, I want to I want one now. I said, son, when you grow up, you know, it'll grow. But I want one now. He had his, like, two, three-year-old. So, I mean, it's funny seeing that, right? And um, and because my dad wasn't around, you know, now we've uh, we reestablished our relationship or whatever. Everybody know me, know my situation about my dad and stuff, right? But, you know, we reestablished a relationship. Um, you know, he'd been in prison pretty much all my life for the most part. I got out in high school, and then um, he got out again uh, probably about four. He'd been out about four or five years. So what's been important to me is – uh, I see him and the relationship he has with my kids. You know, he didn't have that with me, yeah. but it's important to me because I didn't have a grandfather. They were all, you know, deceased yeah. before I, you know, so to see him, mm. and I think mm-hmm. that kind of brings him joy because he didn't get the chance to see, you know, a chance to see me grow up like that. So he makes sure he keeps that relationship with them. You know what I mean? I know Walt with his dad and his son and, you know, kind of feel the same way. We have the same perspective on that, right? So uh, being able to reestablish their relationship and see them, you know, you know, and I think that brings him probably joy because he didn't get he didn't get that shot with me. You know what I mean? But he yeah. gets a chance to relive that all over again. The you know what I mean? Grandkids so, give him yeah. a chance to make it right. Make, make it right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, now I want Kevin Hart documentary all over. Oh, right. listen, dog! I cried yeah, through me, the yeah, whole yeah, third yeah, episode. Yeah, Kevin Hart, bro, yeah, bro, <laughs> bro. I nigga yeah. when the, when the, you know my dad was. You know, the, I was fresh off the freedom of probably around this time. Right. So I was still emotional, bro. I cried through the whole oh, yeah, episode sure. of his his father meeting his grandson for the first time and him playing with him. Bro, it was way Man. too emotional for me, dog. <laughs> Nigga Ace came in the room and you he know, was like, he gave me kisses. He said, it's going to be okay, daddy. <laughs> I was wow. like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's your baby. That's bruh. your baby, man. It was, yeah. it was, it yeah. was a lie. I know, Jay Mark, you have a daughter, boy. Them daughters going to be the ones that going to take care of you, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying my daughter, she man. is, you know, them be the ones that's going to be there, you know, at that age, at that little age. Boy, they love they daddies. You yeah. know what I mean? So, them be the ones that's going to be there and daddy, you know, because, we weak when it comes to them. Just keep yeah, it real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Real, we weak when them daughters, we weak when it comes to them. So my wife, she get mad. You know what I'm saying? When I was like, look, they into it all the time. I think it's just a woman thing. You know, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, that ain't going to never know, stop. Yeah, they into stop. it. I'm like, and then they that come like, stop. look, look, hey. You know, and then she come to me, oh, daddy. And I'm like, well, shoot. Because they she know gets, they know you. Yeah, right. You, you know, know you're not going to. You already know what I'm going to do. You the man. my son. She's like, when you in Atlanta, you like this. But yeah, he know how Jack is at. But it's different because he's a man. He know how get with him. But you know, uh, he, you know, so she'll try to threaten. And here's the thing: I ain't never spanked my daughter, right? 
I get with her. All I got to do is threaten her. Like, let me get my bed. No, daddy, no. You would think I already had whooped her before and everything, but she just, no. Ah. So all I got to do is say I get my bed. Okay, no, okay, okay. Like, but she saw, she's also seen me get with my son. She's like, oh, shit. I don't yeah, want that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't that. want that. I don't want that. Like, yeah. I done got him, you know. And I and now with him, I'll jack him. Everybody's like, man, Laddie don't do nothing. Like, no, he, hey, he'll, he'll try. They'll try you. Yeah, he'll try to test you. That's and why I, I'm hey, glad I had a boy much. first, yeah. Right, hey, and, and, and you know what? I think that was on purpose for us because of the the issues and daddy. You know, I pray for that. You know what I mean? And I think because of the issues that we had, you know, with with our father, I think you know the Lord knew. Like, you know what? Here's your chance to put your imprint. You know, to do the right thing and raise them like you wasn't raised. You know what I mean? I don't care so, what I don't care what nobody say, dog. I don't care how much a man say he hate his father or his father ain't never been around. He ain't never met his. That's just hurt, man. You hate that nigga yeah, because you love him. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, hurt. It's yeah. just hurt. It's True just that. hurt. That's yeah. all it is to it, dog. Because yeah. there's nothing like yeah a father's love. A man. father's love. You looking yep. for the validation. All of that. You looking for everything from him. You you Keep growing going. up wanting to yeah. be like him, talk like him, walk all like him, that. and you are upset and you hate him because you love him. Right. Can I add to that point though? One of the things, like, because my, my my with my father, he's been passed away for ten years now, and and I still wrestle with it still to this day. So be so be advised, Walt. That's still gonna it's, it come with the territory, and you you never really just get over. You just learn how to manage it, right? The thing about it is that that I tell people all the time is like I didn't have unfortunate those unfortunate horror stories about their father not being there. I had the stories of my dad being there. Like, I didn't have to ask my dad, hey, can you come to practice? He was like, hey, what, what time do I need to be there? Or what time I, What time is the game? And he, and he was just there. There's been times, you know, you, when you play football, you went far out of the way and there'll be only like two parents in the stand. Mm-hmm. My dad would be one of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he would be there. You know what I mean? I didn't have to ask him to do that. I didn't have to ask him to be at football practice fresh off of work with a shirt and tie on and he just standing out there in the hot 90 degree sun out there just watching us practice. And, and I, all I have to do is just look up and I see him there. See, and I got, the, I got the opposite. And so, right. So that, yeah. that's indescribable. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got a chance to be his dad, man. His dad, you know, yeah. dad was a big guy, boy. His dad and he, he, he big old played, though. He yeah. played. Yeah, he was a big old teddy yeah, bear. Yeah, man. But yeah, you know, but, you know. He wasn't on Mr. Hernandez. No, no. He would slap the gay out to listen. He was a big guy. He was a big guy. That's what they said. That's what they said. He played by his son. He ain't played by his granddaughter. So, you know, that's one thing about it. Listen, they always be talking about females having daddy issues. Nigga, no. No, nigga, me and me having daddy yeah. issues, right, nigga. Right, right, right. Can I say this? Can I say this? Straight I was at up. A, a, few, a few months ago, I was at a, I had a business meeting. And I literally, I promise y'all this. Y'all, I, I'm no lie. Y'all probably done ran into this, so forgive me if I'm saying something that's repetitive. But I literally had to help out a young man that was 29 years old, tie, tie. 29 years old, tie, tie. 29 years old, tie, tie. Hey, most of on the Kool's eight. Guess what? Yes, sir. I had to teach my own self how to tie a tie. Respect, had, respect. You know what I'm saying? So check this. Even though I had a stepdad, but you know we really our relationship is better now. Respect, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let me tell you how I learned how to tie a tie. Uh, I was I might have been in middle school. They had this program where they were showing you the first the time I know how to tie a tie was yeah. on my knee. Yeah, yeah. I tied. They had the little booklet where yeah. you tied or whatever. But my stepdad never that sound hard. On oh, your knee? <laughs> oh, that, hell yeah, that sound hard as hell. Shit, he, no, you know what? But you know exactly. But that shit, you know what? Still to this oh, day, I heard. I never seen it done. But you know what? I never seen it done. I mean, still, still to this day, I do it at times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can do. I do both. But sometimes it's 
That was that was that's the, the way, way I learned. learned. Yeah. yeah, so that's the way I learned. I tied him up, tied up. You know, I can do it both ways, but you know, that's the way I learned. I learned right. to tie. I tied on money. The shit was. I mean, it was easy for me then because that's the way I learned. You know, everybody else. Right. And so even you know, I can tie. You know, I, I can tie it in a mirror and tie it on top. But it's funny. I can still tie it on my, you know, knee just as fast as I yeah. can tie it probably, you know what I'm saying, around wow. my neck in the mirror. You know what I mean? So, right. what's great? That's how I learned. I had, I never forget. They had this booklet, you know what I mean? But my stepdad, never, he never took the time to do none of that. You know what I mean? So, I think uh, with him, we really never had that relationship. You know what I mean? Now it's gotten better as I got older. You know, we was kind of connected more. But we, he just really, we really never had that relationship. You know what I mean? See, so, and so, but that's why I was going to say, I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Dante. But that's why I was saying my point in saying that, using that as an example, is like it's the little things like of that what, what a lot of these men need to see and need to know how to do. We not we're not taught that like the previous generation like right. tying the tire, how to change your oil, how to check to make sure that your oil is right, right. on your car, how to change the tire. You know what I mean? Right. Like some of us don't know how to do. Yeah, it, see a lot, I mean? and that's why I got like, that's why I got to give kudos to moms because my mom she always made sure like the the shit that she couldn't teach me. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a man around that that was gonna show me. Right. I learned how to tie the tire when I was ten years old. You know what I'm saying? Right. From yeah. she yeah. put me like. And uh, I don't know if y'all know, but I grew up Jehovah Witness. Right. So I did not know that. I did yeah. not know he was going around the door to door. Yeah, nigga, God. that shit was fun. God damn, I did not <laughs> know that. <laughs> that shit was fun as fuck <laughs> back then. <laughs> I did not know that. The door open. I didn't know that. Like I want to knock. I want to knock. Let me knock. Let me knock. Like you gonna knock on my door on Saturday? Yeah, that's the shit I used to do. No, let me knock. Let me knock. Let me get this door. Like we used to run to the door. Like who gets to knock first? You been in that shirt? Hell yeah. But, That's what's up. But after one, one of those, new about right. yeah. After one of those little meetings, Jehovah it was witness. a after the, after the meeting. It was a guy in you the parking lot. But it was you heard a, it first. <laughs> it was a man that was in the in the little congregation that he took like all the people like it was in junior high and all the little boys. He took us out to the parking lot and was showing everybody how to tie a tie. And all these other dudes that was older than me, they was learning for the first time. And I felt like I was ahead of the curve because I was only like 10 years old. Yeah. But I'm learning how to tie a tie early. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. and I, I, and for everything, I didn't realize, let me tell you, I didn't realize that my dad wasn't around. Like, I like I really needed that until I was in college. Wow. Matter of fact, when, um, when one of my line brothers, Haywood, when his father passed, right. that's when I realized, like, damn. Where my daddy been all this time? Right. That's when I really. That's when it clicked to me. Like, yeah. damn, my dad ain't been around all this, all these many years because, because Haywood was how, going how, how through. How old were you, when, you, know you when, that, when, when Haywood? It had to been like 21, 22. But you know what, man? Wow. You know what? Yeah. Like you said, kudos to the moms. Our moms. We have very strong moms. You know what I mean? That's been there because they have to really step in for both. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mom was hard as fuck on me. Like when I say she was hard, like. Boy, she would jack me up. Then I had bracelet one time. I mean, so I always had that fear of her. But she, you know, because you know, I had people growing up like, "Hey, you're gonna be just like your dad." You know what I'm saying? My dad was in the streets. You know drug dealing stuff you have people that tell me that so that's why you know with me going to college and doing stuff i was one of the first generations to to graduate from college and you know um and then my mom later went back and got her degree and things and you know helped my sister get hers but like um i was the first really in my family you know everybody else they go to high school and they would even barely graduate from high school like my cousin the same age as me now like we grew up together man but you know a lot of them all my cousins all my first cousins Bruh, they didn't even finish, like, middle school. Damn. You know what I'm saying? This this brings me back to what I was saying. I don't understand how niggas like me, you, 
I don't understand how we don't grow up to be great fathers because we knew what it was like yeah. to not have a man there in our lives. Like I don't understand how a man goes through all of that in his life and, and still then, and then you and go the same route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but it's like I don't get it. But when I when you look at it, when I step back from it, it's like you only can teach. What, you, what know. you know You know what I'm saying That's true But you, you can also only teach you, what you but know that, that also, that also that, That's true too Yeah that's, that that's what it is That also draws you in more bro to, to let them know that You know what I'm saying Like I don't want my child To go through this that I, kind of I, pain. I would never yeah. want my child To wake up And have to wonder about How much I love him and Nigga every night Before I go to sleep I tell my son You my best friend I love you yeah, Every yeah. night yeah. I tell him that Even at nap time They gotta tell him Like man when we say Our prayers Get in the bed I tell him man You my best friend Right I love you And he doesn't really understand He says I love you too now But oh, he doesn't really it, understand yeah. You know what I'm saying Now But like when he gets older He's gonna realize Like man Like my dad Really really loves me Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's That's all you can ask for dog Like how can you not You know what I'm saying When you When you missing that void In your life nigga For 40 some years like how can you not want that? You know what I'm saying? Like that right. shit. That shit baffles me, dog. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. I mean, shit. The only um, uh, the one thing I can say that I, I know through life, you know, when you have it, when you when your parents like like all of us are, the best thing that we can do is be an outward example to other the other cats that are came from that that type of environment of like you know being in the single parent household. They know what the struggle is, but then you know one thing that you know. That's always a good thing Is when you have a co-worker You know what I'm saying Like I want a family I want a son You know what I mean I want to be a father You know what I mean Just keep, continue being that example Because believe it or not When you're a parent When you're in a relationship You know what I mean People are paying attention to you And they taking notes like Man dude I want that I want this I want that You know what I mean So that's the best way to be Is That's the only way we'll I, I feel that we'll be able to Really kill the cycle Is continue being the example Because the reality of it is You know the hard stories Is what gets put out there On mainstream But these good stories <clears throat> like this you know what I mean? They're, you know, regrettably, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be until someone makes it mainstream. It'll always be a part of this quote unquote underground market. You know what I and mean? And I think that's another reason why. You know, because I coach a lot of my son's sports, and I get a chance to see because I was a, I was that single parent that you know coach. Like I go pick up, you know, a lot of kids up, and they wonder why. Like man, you. You know, it's a lot of single moms out there with kids that, you know, as coaches, you know, we're their mentor. We're like father figures to them. You know what I mean? So they go deeper than football, basketball, these other sports. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I have a kid now that uh, has been playing football, basketball with me for the last four years and football for the last three years. But, you know, his mom, you know, his dad is probably about. He old? He old. But he got like about. 12, 13 kids. Oh, you know what damn, I mean? Man. But so, you know, I um, I took a liking to the kid. You know, he's one of them kids that's out the hood. You know what I'm saying? Kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of myself. That's kind of how I grew up. You know, I just remember telling my mom when I was six, you know, I wanted to play that. That was football. You know yeah. what I mean? So I had coaches that used to come get me, pick me up. You know what I'm saying? My cousins, we used to go take us to practice. And, you know, I think it's another reason why I coach, too, because – I teach the old school fundamentals and just, you know, getting the kids and establishing a real relationship. Yeah. So everybody know me and I'm out there. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm out there with the coach, you know, so I'm a coach, but, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to chat. We're going to do, you know what I'm saying, do all the stuff that makes the makes everything fun, too. Right. You know what I mean? So and then I'm the coach that's going to come pick you up. Hey, what you need? You know, this kid here, you know, man, he was just one of them kids with just raw talent and just, you know, you can tell that. Um, he wouldn't come to practice a lot, but his dad's like, man, I just, you know, I got all these kids and I can't pick them up or whatever. So I was like, man, and the kid would be in the game 
and uh, and sliding across the floor like he was playing in socks because his <laughs> shoes was just and had no you know no, no traction no on the bottom. Them. And so you know before I was like, look, hey man, you mind if I you know get us some shoes? So ever since then, this was probably about. Five years ago, man, the kid was young, and you know he's still with me now. He like damn near like my other son. So I do for him, you know, shoes. We had a game today, so it's one of them kids where it's like, man, it's like you know he like an extension of my family, and you know he's like another son. But you know, just you know, his dad even thanks me. You know, his dad, you know, like it's funny, like his dad has so many kids. <laughs> I want to go get his birth certificate. Man, it took him about 45 minutes to find that girl. He went through all these kids. Man, he was going through, oh, no, that ain't his. Ain't. Hold on, let me go over here. Damn, no, damn. Like damn. And I, ain't bull- I bullshit you not. And I'm damn crazy, like, damn, this is the So, you know. Man, that's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, his, you know, for, you know his, his first, his mom, I go pick him up. He stands in some little uh, low-income apartments or whatever. And, uh. And, you know, I think sometimes I don't think he realizes and I think he probably started to see it now. Like, look, I, you know, we had a conversation before. like, look, I don't have to do what I do. I do it because, you know, I want to. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. he's one of them kids that, you know, they grew up like I grew up. You know, now you got kids in the house playing video games all the yeah. time. He outside. You got kids probably picking on him. He a little guy, but he is raw talent. Football, basketball, the fastest guy out there. But, you know, you got kids, you know, who you're going to get challenged. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his, you know, his whole perspective out there, you know, sometimes it, you know, because of his environment, it starts to click in. So I have to talk to him because, you know, that's what he's used to. He's a little guy. So he got that little man, like feisty. That you know, he always get challenged. He's ready to fight every yeah. minute. You know what I'm saying? But I, I get all that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I get it. And so I understand him. But at the same time, you know, it's, you know, having to, you know, having him understand, like, look, hey. This ain't the way, man. I know. I get where you're coming from. Right. You know what I mean? Your environment right. that you're in, you have to kind of, you know, be you, strong. you're a product. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, be yeah, like strong. that. You can't yeah. show weakness. You can't do this. And it's different. You know, most of the kids we got, they all suburb kids, right? Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. like, man, you know, they ain't used to that. You know <laughs> Who what is saying? this dude? Right. Because yeah. even with my son, I show him, I go to Memphis and show him where I grew up at and kind of know, you know, he don't really know the whole story about my dad, but that that's coming. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, right. kind of yeah. way, you know. Um, <clears throat> and that's like, that's one reason why I told my dad at two years old, I took my dad, I took him to go see my dad uh, in Kentucky when he was locked up in uh, federal, you know, federal whatever. I said, look, this is my last time, you know, until you get out. And then he got out like three years later when he's five because I'm not going to be lying and doing all this stuff. So we went to go see him then. You know, his memory, you know, he still have pictures up, but he still, you know, he asked a question. It's funny. A couple of years ago, like, Papa, why ain't got no baby pictures with you or whatever? I said, I told you, boy. Hey, this dude, these questions <laughs> come. Yeah, right. So his wife kind of yeah. comes forward, but you know, he, you know, my thing is, That's man, uh, the biggest advice I can give, like. Be transparent with your kids. You know yeah. what I mean. So I mean, it's gonna come to the point. We are gonna have that conversation. You know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. like, hey, here's you know, here's where you come from. Here's how your papa was. I know you look at him as this and that, but I don't want to tarnish that. You know what they have now. But I think you know we are gonna have to sit down as he get older and kind of understand better. We gonna have that conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. this is kind of where he came from and kind of what you know what's been happening. So you know, try not to hide stuff as they as they get older. They can you can start to give information as they start to understand. Right. You know what I mean. So that's why I say parents. And it's kind of like a, you know, it's a trial and error. And as they get older, you have to change. I, I, what I find myself doing, I have to change up on the different things I do. I can't do the same shit I was doing. There was one and two, yeah, or three and four. So as they get older, you know, as life becomes more transparent to them, then you got to be straight up. You don't want you the last person want to be sitting there, kind of, you know, lying and kind of, you know, sugarcoating shit like son. You know, this is kind of how it is. I grew up, and then you know they'll get more inquisitive. So the biggest part is to keep the communication open. So no matter what's going on in life, they know they can come to either both parents. 
parents or one or the other. Like, look, son, you know, he might not, you know, his mama might not understand the shit that I might, you know, being a male. You know what I mean? Because right. I know I done been through just like, you know, hey, you know, hey, when you start to, you know, get older, well, you know, I start to get, I start to get, you know, hair on my balls and stuff like yeah, that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The yeah, stuff, yeah. the questions I, you know, yeah, the questions yeah. that you have and, you know, hey, all the different things, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. you want to keep that, you want to keep all that open. So that's that relationship and that bond between y'all. You know what I mean? So, so let me, one of the things, that just, just, just like you said, like when your child gets older, you start have to try to change the things up. I remember when my daughter was in the fifth grade, that's when I started, um, I started taking her out on dates. I started taking my daughter out on dates because I felt like at that point, because she was so inquisitive and she retained, I mean, my daughter was in fourth grade doing PowerPoints, you know what I'm saying? So, right. so I'm like, you know what? Okay. It's time. I started taking out on dates and I did that for like three years straight. We got some more that's coming up here real soon that I'm going to start doing back with her again, because I reason why I did that and, and saying that is that I wanted her to get a full understanding on this is how a man is supposed to treat you when you go out on a date. So, I trained her early, like when she like when she started walking, that when you come to a restaurant door or any public door, you stand off to the side. And if a man is walking with you, he pulls the door open for you. Yeah, I start yeah. teaching her that early, pulling out the chair, all of that stuff. She remembers all that stuff. You know what I mean? So that's from my standpoint, as my, my perspective from a father, when it comes to raising a daughter. What is some of y'all's perspective when it comes to a son dating and uh, and teaching him about dating. Oh, I so, mean, what, yeah, what's your perspective? I, so on even that? now, right? So my son, like, he knows to open doors up. We open doors. We do all this. I mean, just some of the things that he sees me too. Because, hey, hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, your kids watch everything you do, bro. Respect, they want to be just like yeah. it was his son, daughter, whatever it is. So you know, they're gonna watch that relationship between you and you know whether you have a wife, you know, or yeah. whether you know, uh, you know, your mom, you know, with her mom or interaction. They watch all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't think, especially you know, my son, he want to do, he see what I'm doing, and they knows it. You get to the point where I be on the phone, so I'm like, boy, I, it's out of my business. <laughs> grown folk. Let business, me ask you. Know let me saying? ask you a question. And this is something I uh, I seen one of my Facebook. Um, people when it comes to relationships right how would y'all like y'all woman to love y'all this was a question from a woman how would you like your woman to love you you know what I'm saying and it it was so it was so easy but it was so complex at the same time but Cause it was, it was like I I that that was a good question. I'm like shit. I don't right, know. That's a good question. You know what? So it's it's all everybody's different, right? Everybody has come from like you know we. I come from where I got strong women, you know. So I'm I'm a loving person. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm touchy feely, love it because I come from a lot of love. You yeah. know what I mean? So a lot of women, a lot of love. So I think it just depends on kind of when you got two different people from two different sides, but you have to cater to what you know whatever. Okay, to see you. And then for me, like, I'm the man, look, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take her to keep. I'm going to take her a lot of shit. So I, I just need you to be, I need some attention. I need some time. I need some background. I need some you peace. to take, right. I need you to take some time to understand or appreciate what I'm doing. Not to say, you know, not to say, you know what, just to give me a pat on the back. But look, I'm doing this in effort for us, right? So I think yeah. it, it's a simple stuff. It's a little things for me. You know what I mean? Like when I first met my wife, right? It was a simple thing. It was out there, I was out there dating. And I would meet women. And, uh, you know, they will kind of see what you got and kind of, you know, I'm the type that I'm going to have fun. I'm going to make you laugh and do all that. But, you know, they kind of, before I can get to know them, they already and fail and, you know, everything else. But it was a little stuff. 
hey, you know, she would come over like, hey, I noticed you didn't have any, you know, dishwashing liquid or, hey, you and know, she, little yeah, shit yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, like you paying attention. Paying attention. I need to yeah, pay yeah. the little shit like that, you know, yeah. when it, when it was, you know, was going out to restaurants and stuff, you know, hey, I'm, I'm used to paying. That ain't no big deal. I got you. Right. But she was like, no, nah, hold on. Like, no, let, I got you. Like, you know, let me know you can hold your own. But at the same time, I need you to pay attention to detail. Also, when it comes to, you know, in the bedroom and everything else, you know what I mean? Just pay some, hey, look. I'm a I'm a hold it down like the shit I'm doing. I should you know you should some wanna, nasty freaky you, you shit. You should want to give me some head. You know what I'm saying? You should want to wake up some and do you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like the shit that I do. You know like, yeah, right, right, right. You should want to be like, God damn, eyes getting real. Get that Tiana Trump. I think a lot of times you know, but you know what? A lot of times as life, you know, a lot of times I learn too. Like as life goes on, sometimes you can't get into just a routine or you know what people feel take you for granted. Where like you know what? Oh, that's kind of what he do. But no, I think. You know, sometimes you gotta hit that reset button. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, hey, like don't take this for granted because shit, life without me or you know, without it could be a whole lot different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you gotta hit that reset button to understand like shit. Ain't too many dudes out there like us. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's gonna do this, gonna hold it down, that's gonna do this. Like my wife had gotten so spoiled to the point where like shit, she don't pump her own gas. Yeah, and so yeah. she had to say, like, shit, I had to pump my own gas, like you, yeah, you know how I many motherfuckers. You, you, you know like, how I many women pumping their own gas. Offended, like yeah. shit. Like you know how I many motherfuckers got to pump their gas every day. But again, it's just one of those things. It wasn't because it's just something that I did, right? Yeah, so, you yeah. Know what I mean, like you know what? I don't want you out late pumping. You know what I'm saying? You know, out there pumping gas, do whatever. So shit, I had a schedule. Every Wednesday, I know she she drives right. or whatever, and I work from home, so my my schedule is a lot more flexible. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I try to make sure I hold it down. I, even you know, even now, I'm trying to make sure. Cook more. I know you be tired to do X, Y, Z. But, hey, I just want the little shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. hey, come show me some attention. Come, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> What about you, Walt? What about you? Man, I'm I'm very simple, dog. I don't really require too much. I mean, that's a lie, Walt. That's we a lie. Say, we say <laughs> that. That's a lie, Walt. Okay, but, but it's that's the simple a lie. things that, that a lot is of a lie. Yeah. That is a lie. That is a lie. Yeah. But it's not far-fetched. You know what I'm saying? When I say, when I, when I say that, me and Reggie are very alike. Because one, we have the same job. Okay, right? we work at the same place, <laughs> so we can kind of understand, and each we other, understand yeah. each other. So our flexibility and to do the things that we do with our kids allow us to do a lot more for our kids than the average father. Gotcha. Absolutely, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So we're able to do a lot more than what a normal dad would do because we work from home. Right. Right. Okay. So when I say I don't require a lot, like it means more so like. It means more so like I just want like like you said I just want the simple shit you know what I'm saying just to make sure I'm feeling appreciated because I'm gonna take care of everything dog right. right like I'm gonna pay the bills I'm gonna do everything I'm gonna take care of the kids but at the same time I just want a little meal here and there yeah make sure I'm appreciated you know what I'm saying um and I think that's the I think that's the main, that's thing. The main thing I think that's the main thing especially when a man is doing so much. And a lot of niggas are doing nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think it gets kind of redundant for the women that it becomes routine for them. Like, you're already doing this. I don't this. think they realize how much, you know, you do. I don't. Until, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you you need that affirmation that, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm doing a whole lot. And right. I see you and I appreciate that. You know what right. I'm saying? You know so, what I'm hey. saying? Yeah. Like, because I'm when I say I, I say I'm simple, but I'm not. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a I'm a straightforward ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you to be in the trenches with me. Right. 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 That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to me and you we going to ride together, we going to die together. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So we we in this together, so I just want us to feel like that we on the same page. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Like I don't need I don't need you to go out and buy me shit. I don't ask that's for it. nothing. That's it. That's same with me. I don't I don't ask you for nothing. I don't you don't have to go out and buy but that's one thing about my wife, man. She'll go out and she'll try to get me something and knowing I never ask for anything, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I appreciate it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's just like one of those things, man. I'm just kinda like the nigga man who I I'm a provider. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all I want to do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what happens in my life. And that's one thing I've always been scared of is to not be able to provide for my family. Mm. So, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as long as I'm able to do, to do that, then you good. I'm really okay. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't need too much else. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, you because know, seeing them happen makes you happy. You know, right. being able to do that, you know, and see exactly. You know, a lot of time the sacrifice and then the kids, even though they might not, you know, Ace might not see it now, he'll see it later. My kids starting to see it now, and I always tell my son, like, uh, and we hadn't done this in a while, but I took him down to. Uh, it was probably about three, about three years ago. I took him down to the homeless shelter one Christmas. We went and did. Um, I went and bought like probably like a hundred um, boxes, maybe about a hundred boxes of um, uh, meals from Jason Deli, mm. and we they gave us about uh, they gave it to us about five dollars a box, right? So okay. We, we just went down to the homeless part. As a matter of fact, in Fort Worth, right down where the homeless road downtown, where all the homeless shelters are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right around that way. Yeah, so we just set up. I mean, shit, we you know we went to set up. I took my mom, sister, my nephew, my daughter, and my son. And uh, we went down there and set up, man. I'll just, you know, let them know, like, look, everybody ain't as fortunate. It was homeless kids out there. You know mm. what I mean? So I was like, look, everybody ain't as fortunate. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that, you know, showing them, like, look, I knew how I grew up. You know, I showed them how I grew up and where I grew up from. You know, he was like, man, like, look, everybody ain't as fortunate, but I need you to be appreciative. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, different stuff like that, man. So I think it, that's the most important thing, man, t- to make your man feel like what he's doing is worth it. It's appreciated. Right. It's yeah. appreciated. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a big part. I mean, that's big. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you see all these women out here struggling financially right. and things like that. And you know, I, you know, we just we've been put in blessed positions where you know I, we don't have that. You know what I'm saying? And so we have partners that's going to be there, and you know, we we provide you know for the most part. You know what I mean? Everything. And so I think a lot of times, like I said, sometimes you got to hit that reset button. You know, to understand, you know, in case, you know, being married, I've been married, what, 11 years, going on 12 this year. Sometimes Shit. you have to hit that reset button, man, to kind of understand, like, look. I, I've i had to have the conversation with my wife, like, after my son was born, right? You know, she was, <laughs> she was, uh, you know, thought that she was going to get, like, a whole year off from uh, when my son, when she was pregnant. And that six-month mark come, I'm like. Yeah. Time, time for you to, to tap in, right? You know what I'm saying. It's time for you to tap in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like it, the normal woman doesn't get six, six months off, right? You know what I'm right. saying. Right. Like oh, no. you've been blessed to do this. It's time to you know. It's time to go. I mean, we've had to have conversations like that. And it's not that she wasn't. You know, she was a first time mother, right? So they want as much time with the baby as they can. You know what I'm saying. I mean, it was a transition for me, man. Like literally, like having. A ch- like getting married wasn't the change for me 
having a baby. Yeah, that was that was the fucking change. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you are no like like you said. I'm not. I'm simple, but I'm not simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like I require a lot, but not a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I be she treated me like the baby. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when 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 Walter's the baby, Walter's the baby. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like you know I never had to clean pick up nothing like literally my wife did everything when the baby came nigga i was cooking for her every day i mean later i was doing everything Mm. you know what i'm saying then when my son got six to eight i'm like hey hey hey, what's up yeah yeah yeah. can a nigga get some spaghetti hey so much funny man we have so much similar and i would tell walt we have so much similar story just because of our jobs and our nature and stuff that we do because you know our wives just get up and go to work and so we'll have to take the kids, drop them off, pick them up because of the flexibility of our job. So, I mean, that changed a lot. Again, it's one of those things where I'm grateful to be able to kind of be there because at the end of the day, regardless of material stuff and all that, man, the kids appreciate time. Because I still right. remember to this day, my dad only came to one football game. My dad ain't I mean? never come to none. One he never seen me, game, right? never, never seen one me play. One football game. That's, that's one of the mirrors I got. One football game. You know what I mean? So, it's uh, yeah. you know, to be able to be there and know that, hey, you know what? I can say my dad was there. Yeah. In fact, my dad called him. Look at that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he must know what I'm talking about. His ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer, answer, up, answer, right? answer. See what he wants. See what he wants. Put him on speaker. Jetty, what you Jetty, what, 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 what do you What do you What do you Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, man, we live on a podcast. I was just talking about you, so I, I just said uh, he must know I'm talking about him. Oh, yeah. Hey, you live right now. You live on a podcast right now. You live. Uh, okay, what's going on, world? It's RLP Senior. <laughs> 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 That's what's up. Uh, you say what? Jody, what, so yeah, what Jody, are you, Jody, Jody, what's Jody, up? What, what do I you require? I can't, I can't, well, I can only piggyback on, you know what I'm saying, what they said. Um, but okay. my situation. So yeah, before Walt knocked the goddamn plugs out this uh, the wall, <laughs> I was saying. Down the block, knocking plugs. Yeah, the my, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jody, you was about to say how how could a woman love you better or love you more? Um, as a, I've never been married before or whatever, but um, me and my baby mother. Have been talking for it's gonna be crazy, uh, going on eleven years. Yeah, bro, you Shit. are uh, you right. what you call tech. you sound like you me, nigga. Hey, boy, <laughs> yeah. you, without hey. the baby mother, and, right. and, and 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 surely now me me in the situation I am, I'm you know it's you know I'm learning from it or whatever. But I just I require peace. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And 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 peace is very complex. Okay. You know, as um, as Reggie stated, um, the work that we do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't under understand what we go through as far as a job and 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 being the youngest black man in the office, in the office whatever yeah. per se all the only thing you see is the benefits and the money coming in and right, if you absolutely. need me to cash app you 150 dollars i can do that yeah. right. that's the only thing you see right 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 or whatever but i don't require much um a meal every now and again mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we go out to eat you know what i'm saying hey baby i got it you know what i'm yeah. saying Some unfortunately sex. i have to and sex <laughs> That's a whole, you know. He, hey, he nasty Judy. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Need that? I, I I need that on a consistent basis, or whatever. Um, but 
but but just 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 a peace of mind. I'm not materialistic. I'm very frugal. Um, fortunately, um, I was able to to get a job to where I can provide for my family, my daughter, my my baby's mother, or whatever. But peace, man. Peace. Peace. That's it. It's, it's it's a it's a simple word. It's a it's a simple gesture. Peace. Peace. I got everything else. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't have to pay for shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. She doesn't have to pay for anything. Yeah. Nothing. You come in, the lights on. It's full of organic food in the refrigerator. Not organic. We doing organic. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we doing good. You good. Yeah. Don't come at me up sideways on some extra shit yeah. because of something that's done made you unhappy. Look, you ain't. You don't have to do shit. And Walt has preached this to me, but I don't know how many years. When we was living in the age, she was like, Judy, you know, make sure that's the one. But, you know, I love her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I grew up with my mom and my dad, so I want that for my daughter. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't go that way. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because if you try to force it, you stress yourself out to yeah, the absolutely. max right. to where you die early. Right. Or you can't function at work to be able to provide for your family. True that. You know, but at the end of the day, I just want peace. Yeah. That's, that's it, ladies. Saying. Just give me peace. I'm 34. I live in Dallas. Um, <laughs> I got a Chili's Applebee's. You know what I'm saying? Just give me some real shit. Give me a shot and shit. We're going to see where it goes. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, <laughs> Lord Real Jesus. Nigga say I live in Dallas yeah. and just want chilies yeah. and yeah. Applebee's. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this. So my, my perspective is a, is a slight bit different, but but yet on point. Um, so I'm newly single myself. Um, so I'm a, a single father and whatnot. But I would say one thing that I learned through my previous relationship, which in which I was married, one thing I learned is that... Uh, that when you are a when you are a husband or you are a wife that you should be bilingual what i mean is you should be able to speak english and you should be able to speak spouse mm. and so come on pastor and so what i mean by that is, <laughs> on, is that the way that i talk to my, my 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 future wife it has to be completely different than I, the way that i talk to anybody else you know what i mean and it should be a language that she understands me and forthrightly she has to under, um and i understand her so to that point i have you know future dreams of course of you know being a husband again you know what i mean but um, to answer your question what do i require i just require you know loyalty and i'll be honest with you inspiration you know what i mean mm-hmm. because Reason, reason why those are two those are two things that are big for me because for me I'm a naturally I'm a motivator so if you're my wife or you're my girlfriend I'm a, if I see you down I pick up on stuff so I'm gonna naturally be able to motivate you I know what to say in a positive way that go ahead and pick you back up now because I know I have a strong man mentality and I'm a strong man myself every once in a while, once in a while a strong man all of us we get weak mm. so sometimes if you see that I'm weak. Hey, give me a give me that little pip. If you see I'm stressing out about the promotion coming up, about this project that I'm working on, you know, be able, be able to talk my language, spouse. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Be able to talk spouse to me and where you know, like, okay, if I say this to Reggie, Walt, Juddy, Hosea, bam. You know what I mean? We yeah. we now I know that's gonna get them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things for me that I'm very big on this, like loyalty. And and just inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Loyalty, well, where like, look, if you have, if I have your loyalty, trust me, you are gonna have mine. I ain't gonna see nobody else. I can literally, you can have the last 100 Miss Black Americas in a room, butt naked. <laughs> if 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 you got my loyalty, I ain't gonna touch now one of them. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. I, I, I just might. 
That's <laughs> it. <laughs> he said he just might. That's but that's that, that's my thing. So, <laughs> right, Jetty Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my take on it. My name is Jose Robinson. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Tapping in with hey, me. Hey, man, this was a great podcast. Hey, man, before we go, man. Shout out to I the just, real fathers uh, out there, man. Yeah, shout out to happy the real fathers. fathers. Before right, we go, man. Happy birthday, dog. Happy, I just want to say, man, happy motherfucking birthday to Dante. Dante. You know what I'm saying? You've come a long way, man, long from, way. from that apartment on University Drive. Yes, teaching sir. me how to Teaching me how to crib walk. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't Listen even know to, where all the bodies uh, are at, Dante. <laughs> And listening, <laughs> listening to uh, 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 Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge. In, your, yeah. in your apartment out there. You remember that shit, huh? Hey, man. Hey, man. I promise. 40th. Hey, man. Hey, man. 40th is, is, is a blessing, dog. Yes, I want to tell you I love you, man. Happy birthday, man. Shout out to your wife, man, for putting this together, man, and having us all here today, man. You know, you only getting better in this life, man. Your podcast is only getting better. We got four mics. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we we got video. I mean, I like to see the progression, man, that you've been putting in 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 your craft, man. You've been really grinding, man. And uh, I wish you nothing but, like, Prosperity, prosperity. I wish you nothing but the best, dog. You've been doing your thing, man. Appreciate it. And you know, man, good luck, man, to the sleepless nights (laughs) 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 that are in your very near future, man. Just want to tell you, man, I love you, man. Appreciate from all of us, man, to you, man. Happy motherfucking birthday, dog. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. One time for the four O, man. Adam, before we go. Yes, sir. And that's how we go in this thing. Thank y'all for tapping in with us every week. Uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, the Tap In Podcast. Follow us on subscribe, like on YouTube. We on YouTube now, baby. Shout out to Zayn Beta, YouTube, man. Zayn Beta chapter. Zoo Boys. Motherfucking Cap Alpha Side. You Zoo know what I'm talking about? Goddamn right. I'm mad. And we out. Yeah, where your screw tape at? Jew. <laughs>